lift up in me, glory to God. Oh, there's a fervency. There's an urgency that stirs up in my spirit. God begs me to go into prayer, to intercede on behalf of you, the saints that are joined to me, that are attached to me. It begs me to go before the Father. He got the yeah. Hallelujah. To intercede on your behalf, T. To intercede on your behalf for your healing. Hallelujah. To intercede, to go into your body through and by the Spirit and correct all that is wrong in you. Hallelujah. It begs me to go before God. It begs me to go before him. It drives me even as it drove Jesus into the wilderness. It drives me into his presence to intercede on your behalf. To intercede on the behalf of every soul attached to the purpose of Walker Ministries. It begs me. It begs me to go before God. To go into my secret place and bring you with me. Hallelujah. To present you before the Father in whatever state you are in. And declare the word of the Lord over your life. What he has spoken over you. What he has said to you in your secret times. To do war. To contend on behalf of that word. It begs me to go before him. Ah, my spirit. It begs me to go before God and say Lord there is a word hallelujah there is a season my God there is a time hallelujah there is a time there is a place Lord God for them in this hour you have need of them so father help them help them Lord God help us to be on one accord help us father to be joined together in the faith hallelujah Help us to be joined together in praise and worship of your name. Help us, Lord God, to exalt the name of Jesus together on one accord. To have one mind, to have one body, to have one faith, to believe the same thing, to think the same thing. Hallelujah, to praise you for the same thing. Ah, somebody else's healing, somebody else's deliverance, to praise you for the same thing. Not to consider ourselves, but to pray for our brothers and sisters. Woo, hallelujah, so that we could be on one accord, that we would be standing together that we, hallelujah, would drive the kingdom forward, would advance the kingdom of God with all urgency and fervency, to advance the will of the Father in the earth with all alacrity, with all urgency, glory to God, to move the purposes of God forward, to move the plan of God forward. What would you have us to do? How would you have us to pray in this season? Who, Father, is broken? Who, Father, is destitute? Who, Father, has no hope? My God, who, Father, is ill? Who is sick among us? Who, Father, has no hope? Who, Father, has the vision clouded? Who, Father, can't see, can't discern? Show us, Lord God. Have us to be able to intercede. Glory to God on behalf of those who can't reach you, who can't see you, who don't know how to believe who don't know what to say my god who don't know how to pray who don't know how to go before you bind us together lord bind us together in love bind us together in unity bind us together in power in demonstration in the spirit bind us together bind us together lord god bind us together seal every crack seal every door that the enemy has seal every breach right now with the name of jesus i go in the spirit and i seal every breach 
right now in the name of Jesus I seal every crack right now I go ahead I go ahead of the enemy's plans I go ahead of his purposes I go ahead of his devices of his machinations and I seal hallelujah this ministry we are encamped all around we are encompassed round about by divine protection I thank you Holy Spirit that there would be no attack hallelujah no attack hallelujah no attack hallelujah that we are secure that we are secure in the kingdom of God the enemy seeks to supplant this ministry he seeks to supplant this ministry but the standard of the Lord is already raised the standard of the Lord is already raised it's already raised ha! hallelujah because we've already prayed oh glory to God we have already prayed We've already prayed. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> the scripture said that he desired to sift Peter as wheat, but he already prayed for him. We have already prayed. We've been praying since 2012. We've been praying. Hallelujah. We've been interceding. Hallelujah. For the kingdom of God to arise in this hour since 2012, 2011. So glory to God. I thank you that there is no breach. Hallelujah. Where the enemy would seek to supplant this ministry there is no area no area no area no area no territory no terrain where he has a foothold hallelujah but we dig him up right now in the name of Jesus glory to God we dig up his foothold right now wherever he is set to set an anchor we dig it up right now in the name of Jesus glory to God I thank you, Lord God, that his plans will come to naught. That his plans will come to naught. Ah, evil communication in the name of Jesus. We silence it right now. In the name of Jesus, every single idle word, we silence it right now. In the name of Jesus, no, our words will be full of power, will be full of demonstration. Glory to God. They would affect change in this hour in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. There would be no idle words at Welcome ministries thank you holy ghost there would be no idle words at walk of ministries but every word every word that proceeded out of our mouth hallelujah will come straight from the father will come straight from the father through and by the spirit in the name of jesus oh glory to god those words would be spirit and they will be life hallelujah they will bring life to the brethren and they will bring life to the lost hallelujah many will be drawn into the kingdom of god through and by our words that we have spoken oh hallelujah we will not be separate we will not be separate we will not be separate we would have one mind one mind one mind we would think on one accord the bible said they were gathered together in the upper room on one accord uh, and he sat on them as flames of fire so thank you holy ghost for visiting this ministry i speak it in faith I thank you, Lord, for visiting this ministry with fire, with a new fire, with a new anointing. Hallelujah. 
because we are of one mind because we think the same thing we are desiring right now to see your hand in the earth so in the name of Jesus with that one mind Lord do we approach the throne of glory and I speak by faith ah, hallelujah that a fresh outpouring would hit this ministry that a fresh anointing would hit ah, that fresh oil would pour out in this ministry that we would see God as we have never seen him before hallelujah ah, glory to God through and by our faith ah, glory to God the just shall live in and through and by their faith so in the name of Jesus as the righteousness of God hallelujah I exercise the faith that you have measured unto me ah, glory to God and I speak over the ministry that we would have one mind that we would think according to the word of God and that we would see your hand in this hour. There are many that are lost. There are many that are lost. There are many that are waiting to hear a word from God. It has the power to change a man's life. It has the power to snatch them out of darkness and bring them into the light. They are waiting on a word from you, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. And that word is here. That word is here in this ministry. Oh, glory to God. That word is here in this ministry. And we must be about the work of the kingdom. We must be about our father's business. We must be about the advancement of his will. So in the name of Jesus, glory to God, I bless you, Lord. I lift your name. I glory to God, my praise. Your praise shall continually be in my mouth, glory to God. Because I cannot be distracted. Hallelujah, I can't be distracted. I can't look at my surroundings. I can't look at any inadequacy. Glory to God, because you have strengthened me. Thanks be unto God who has strengthened me and caused me to triumph. Oh, hallelujah, because I will receive the crown of righteousness glory to God that glory to God the crown of victory the crown of life he has made a promise to me that glory to God yes thank you Jesus oh and so we bless the name of God oh we bless the name of the Lord I'm telling you if you praise God if you really praise God you will enter his presence it is a promise he said if you praise him if you praise me enter into my courts with praise enter into my gates with thanksgiving if you praise the name of Jesus if you praise his name you will enter his presence if you have a praise inside of you, you will enter his presence. Just keep praising him. Glory to God. Just keep praising. Just keep praising him. Who must say that? Come closer. Come closer, move up closer. Move out your seat and come closer. Come closer, come closer, come closer. Praise the Lord. 
Bring your minds in. Bring your minds in. This is like no other time. This is like no other time. Come closer, Sammy. Come closer. Come closer. This is what we need to do. A lot of us to come close. Come closer. Get closer to God. Closer to God. This is like no other time. That's right. Extend your hands. This is like no other time. This is saying I surrender. I surrender. I need to lay down my life so I can hear you. So I can intercede and pray on the behalf of someone else who simply are not in the right mind to even call upon your name. But today, we are free in our minds. We're free in our hearts to call upon the name of Christ. Prayer, my prayer of intercession today is that every believer who prays actually prays. Not out of formality, not out of habit, but out of a true relationship. Out of a place of desperation. May the Prince of Peace make himself known as we enter in. We're entering in, Lord God. We're we're entering into your presence. We're, we're saying, forgive us, Lord God. We're saying, wash our minds, Father. Wash the way that we've been thinking this week. Wash us, Lord God. Remove our attitudes and wrong way of thinking. We're entering into prayer. We're entering into a conversation with a divine and only true and living God. We're Entering to prayer. Let every believer know what it is to enter into prayer. Let every ear hear what it is to enter into prayer. Let every child and every adult know what it is to enter into prayer. Holy Spirit, we ask that you move not only in this place to where we have a temple, but we ask you to move in every place, Lord God, where your name has been made known. We ask that your power be revealed. 
This is not out of formality, Father. This is not out of habit, but this is out of relationship. I pray for a deep intercessory of not only prayer for others, Lord God, but for who we are and who we call ourselves to be, believers. Give us an experience, Lord God. Ignite a fire. A fire of reality. Of heaven. Ignite a reality of hell. We are entering to prayer. Remove our thoughts what we thought prayer would be today. The ways that we thought we was going to feel in prayer. Let us know it's not about the words, but it's about the condition of the heart of man. We're entering to prayer. We're entering to the chambers of God, his heart tonight. We're entering to the thoughts of God, the mind of God, the will of God tonight. And so we cover the mind of the prophetess and, and the elder as they have traveled out. We pray for their family, Lord God. We we pray for their in-laws, Father. We pray for the people they're actually going to meet and be with tonight, Lord God. We pray that there is a divine connection, Father, because you call the intercessor away from the, the house of God. We thank you that your presence will be made known. We thank you, Lord God, that, that every hex and every vex that the enemy had planned for our lives. That it is, Father, already destroyed. We come with simplicity tonight. I come interceding on the behalf of every believer. That they would really believe. That they would really see and perceive in reality righteousness. I come on behalf of Holy Spirit that would cause us to change and compel us to love. I, I intercede on behalf of Holy Spirit. That our ears would be open and our eyes would be illuminated. And that we would see, Father, the things that has been concealed to the natural eye. I come on behalf of every believer who has been broken and can't seem to be restored. That they would know and comprehend that they have a healer. That they could perceive and know by their spirit that the healer is here.
We don't come today in our emotions. We don't come for a feeling. We don't come feeling what's next. But we come with a spirit of expectation. Knowing that, Holy Spirit, you are moving. We come knowing that you are moving. You're moving on the minds of the believer. You're, you're moving on the minds of the pastors that, that are in the news. That, that it's been stated they're part of human trafficking. We're coming, Lord God, knowing that you're moving on pastors' minds, Father. That they would even succumb to human trafficking. The things that we read about and our hearts are not really convicted by. That the spiritual leaders, we're praying for those who are partaking in human trafficking. But we're learning. Some of them are shepherds. What hope is it for the people, for the sheep? If that's who's leading. We come believing and knowing that your spirit is moving on the heart of every pastor, every shepherd, every teacher, every evangelist. Every prophet, every bishop, your heart is moving. You're renewing their minds to righteousness. Have us to be a people who can't digest falsity. Have us to be a people who love truth and are willing to say that's me I need to be delivered help us to be a people that say I come to repent for the lives that I have destroyed while we're interceding on behalf of the rapists and those who are breaking up marriages have us Lord God Say, that's me. Help us to be a people of truth. Help us to be a people of integrity. Interceding. Let us know what it's really all about. Let us first cleanse our own minds and our own hearts. To desire righteousness. To fear. To operate, participate in evil. Everything that's unrighteous. Bring upon us a, a deep distaste. Bring us to a place to where we... We hate sin. We hate injustice.
We hate pride. We hate being in a, a state of unforgiveness. We, we hate anything that's not of God. Bring us into that mindset. Have us to turn away of being full of tradition. Known of man. That's turning people away from church. When we invite them to church, they're like, oh, I've done that. Don't want to do that. I've been hurt. I've been hurt by the pastor. I've been hurt by a lot of the leaders. I've been hurt. Let us be the example of love that draw men unto you, Lord God. Bring us to a revelation of just allowance each other with our shortcomings and forbearance. You said we are to forbear, Lord God. Give us a forbearing heart so we can really pray and intercede. Let not this time of intercession become to be some type of out of control festival. Bring about an order. Bring about a knowing. Take out all the feelings of prayer. And put in all the knowing of your promises are yes and amen. Yes, we are healed. Yes, we are prosperous in our minds, in our way of thinking. Yes, we are growing. Yes, we are developing. Yes, we are advancing the kingdom of God. See, these things don't excite us. They don't give us these feelings. But I know tonight you want to bring about illumination, a prayer that's a knowing. That when we, we say amen, so be it, that we would know We had a conversation with you, God. It's so different tonight, people of God. We have to come out of tradition, even a prayer. What you're used of it sounding like, feeling like. Looking like. Holy Spirit says. It's annoying. 
is an utterance. It's a pressing. It's a burning. It's a burden that I placed on you to pray about. That's intercession. It's a pressing. It's a burning. It's a yielding. It's a call. It's a call to come up and hear beyond yourself. Because the only thing God wants you to feel is his heart. Father, I pray again for the two toddlers, the two twins I saw walking across Hampton Boulevard with their grandma. As I was driving, I couldn't stop because of the traffic. And I prayed for their future. I prayed that the enemy wouldn't rock their life and plan that you have for them. You put a pressing and a burning for someone I didn't know. The babies, they couldn't been any more than two. And the grandmother, I know she was standing in the gap for her daughter. And she still was struggling. Her physical body, I called healing, and I called it again in her body. <laughs> Give her the resources. Give her the mindset of Send someone to her to share the good news. Send her hope. There's a pressing and there's a burning and there's a call the laws. I pray for every addict. They don't have the mindset to pray. That's oppressing. That has to be a burden.
meeting, first of all, my mind is good. I'm in my right mind. I have a sober mind. But when I look at the loss, and I know you love them too, we pray, Lord God, for every believer that you put on them a pressing and a burning and a burden for the lost. For those who are not at peace in their minds. Those who can't make the right decision because it's not an option even to choose. session tonight was for this house to fill the heart of God so you can really pray. <laughs> to know when you pray you should step out with your amen and so be it. Because you know there's a knowing you had a conversation with the Creator. We thank you. We thank you for the man of God. That will break the bread of life with us. Let it fill us up. Let spiritual righteousness fill us up. And we execute it and exhibit it out to others. Refresh your man of God. Refresh our shepherd. As you bring forth the engrafted work that's able to save our souls. We love you. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. If we could just give him glory. Just give him glory. 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 Say that he's worthy. Say that he's God, and besides him, there is no other. Say that he's God. See, you can't say it. Some of you can't say it because he's not God to you. Some of you just can't say that he's God. You can't just say that he's worthy. Some of you just can't say you're more than enough. Some just can't say that you else should die. 
You are the arrested one. Some of us just can't say, Lord God, you are the great banner of victory. You are the giver of life. You are my reality. It's just a corresponding reaction. That's why I said, you haven't entered into prayer because you're waiting for your carnal man to respond with emotions. But this conversation is by the Spirit. Because this type of prayer brings dynamic change. This type of prayer demons they have to flee this type of prayer and eradicate all the tactics and schemes of the enemy. This type of prayer it hastens the angels on your behalf. This type of prayer it brings glory down to the earth. This type of prayer it strengthens the mortal body when it's weak. When it's sick and feeble, this type of prayer. It brings unspeakable joy. For this prayer is the breath of God. This prayer is the breath of God. Speaking and brooding and moving only over the believer. Those that he recognized that has faith. May the seed of righteousness Spring up in you richly tonight. Glory to God. Teacher. Teacher. You said the last word that you said was so good. You said the seed of righteousness that would spring up in us. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you for that prayer. Just hold on. Thank you for that prayer. Mm. <laughs> Glory to God. Now, come on back up. <laughs> come on. My God. Man. Glory to God. We're teaching right there. Okay. 
My God. All right. Gather yourselves. Hallelujah. Y'all be seated real quick. Thank you so much, teacher. So needed. Now I love it. True intercessor. My goodness. First, I want to thank everyone for coming out tonight. This is where the real work starts in prayer. Amen? My goodness. This is where the real work. Thank you so much. I love it. See y'all come out to prayer. So, intercessory prayer is about entreating God on behalf of our nation, our families, our churches, our communities. This is what real, this is what's on the heart of God, intercessory prayer. Sometimes you can, as a believer, you can just, one day you can just be feeling really good, just feeling really good. All of a sudden, you feel something. Now, I'm talking about true intercessors here. There's nothing wrong with you. You're not depressed. You, you don't have the spirit of heaviness on you. But because your heart is in line with God's heart, you feel what he feels. Those are good signs that you are an intercessor, that God can trust you with matters other than yourself. That's on his heart. Amen? Oh, man. Just imagine that. I, I never forget I was ministering to one of my co-workers who had stomach cancer. And, you know, being excited, baptizing the Holy Spirit. If you're not baptized, you need to get baptized in the Holy Spirit. Don't keep playing with it. You need to get it. It's a free gift. I didn't say tongues. I said baptized in the Holy Spirit. But like I tell you, when you buy the shoe, the tongues come with the shoe. All right? It comes with it. All right. So, we were going to church. We were in the car. This is a long time with all my kids and everything. We were in the car going to church. And I'm driving. All of a sudden, I feel something I ain't never felt before. You know, I had been ministering to him, did a center prayer while he was in the hospital taking this chemo and in tremendous excruciating pain. He received Christ for real. Amen. And I was driving. I mean, this is a long process. I mean, it took him quick, but it was a long process. And. I felt something I never felt before. I'm not a depressed person. I'm, y'all know me. That just don't. But this thing came on me so heavy, and I didn't know what it was. So I went on to church and everything, and I get a call the next morning, and his wife said that he had passed. So this is just certain things that 
God show you. And then, of course, I was concerned, did he really make it in? Because, you know, a lot of times we say we saved, we don't really, we ain't really saved. But God gave me a dream and showed me some things about his departure, which is really good. See, I mean, if you're real about this, God will talk to you. All right. Let me show you some things that, and everybody should want to be hearing from God. Everybody should hear from God. You're designed to hear from God. Okay. One of the things um, that hinder us from hearing from God is what I want to talk about tonight. And it's called the seed of complaint. I really wish teacher wouldn't leave out on this one. <sighs> the seed of complaint. Y'all don't understand what that is. I'm going to make sure we get this today. This is warfare, right? We learned about warfare, how the enemy, how he comes in, right? So what would be a good way <laughs> to study this? <laughs> Let's use some real life application. <laughs> I think everybody can identify with this. Okay. Man. The seed of complaint. Minister, go to Psalms 77. Everybody all right? All right. We're going to get this thing down today. Ooh, I got one yes. I'll take it. I'll take it. All right. I'm going to help. This is going to really help you. Y'all right, want some help? Yes. All right. Good. Good. All right. Psalm 77, 2 and 3. 2 to 3. Okay. Amplified. No. Uh, King James. Put both of them up. But read the King James. I think it has a great. Psalm 77 at verse 2 in the King James Bible. It so reads, in the day of my trouble, I sought the Lord. My sore ran in the night and ceased not. My soul refused to be comforted. I remembered God and was troubled. I complained and my spirit was overwhelmed. Selah. Mm. Okay, let's get some understanding here. I complained and my spirit was overwhelmed. The word complain in the original text here means to think about, to muse, to ponder, and watch this one, to speak derogatory. Mm. Which means to show a critical or disrespectful attitude. Mm. Woo, y'all ready? <laughs> y'all gonna whip the enemy tonight, ain't y'all? I know that's right. All right. Uh, this can be about God or people to meditate on something. Listen, and I arrive, or to meditate on something, and you arrive to a false conclusion. Okay? I don't know if any of y'all ever done that before. Never arrived to a false conclusion. <laughs> okay. And then begin to speak in a derogatory or demeaning way about things, right? How many of y'all done that? I won't look. I'll look up. I'll look over here. 
<laughs> Man, now watch this. So the psalmist here in 77, these things he didn't understand. He arrived at a conclusion. And this false conclusion started him on a path of complaining because of his misunderstanding. And when he complained, watch this, that's Satan's number one design. I'm okay. Y'all didn't get it. Hold on. When you complain, that's Satan's number one design. Satan is the master of complaining. Okay. See, I love the way God takes us through these transitions. You'll be up there high on Sunday, but hold on, let's bring you back. We can follow. Make sure we see him. And make sure we see how he's been infiltrating me. See, if you don't know how he got in, you can never stop him from getting in. Y'all hear that? If you don't know how the thief came in, you can't stop him from coming in. So what I want to do is help you stop him from coming in. That's the attitude that you should have. Amen? Amen. All right. Woo! Boy, he do not like walking ministry. Because we keep bringing the truth. I just need y'all to apply it. Okay. All right. He's the number, he's the master complainer. And he loves it when he finds, listen, this open door into a person's life. Especially a believer in Yeshua, Jesus. Watch this. If the devil can get you complaining, he can plant his seed, listen, in the very center of your heart and in the center of your life. And before you know it, a very dark harvest. Okay. I plant because I want a harvest. Any farmer plants because he wants a harvest. <laughs> okay. All right. Y'all following? Okay. We're going to go in there. We're going to get into his world. Listen to this. You start a very start dark harvest overpowering the life that would be yours and mine. Um, and it would, once you start that, it starts growing in us. One complaint. Minister. Watch this. Go, go to 7, verse 7. We're just going to jump down and say some time. 7. Same, same chapter, 7 and 9. Go through 7 and 9. King James. Amplify. Well, no, do Amplify. Yeah, do Amplify. Verse 7 in the Amplified Bible. Will the Lord cast off forever? And will he be favorable no more? Have his mercy and loving kindness ceased forever? Have his promises ended for all time? Has God deliberately abandoned or forgotten his graciousness? Has he in his anger shut up his compassion? Selah, pause and calmly think of that. Hmm. Okay. It said I was complaining. When I did that, it 
a spirit that overwhelmed my spirit. And now, because of this complaint, here's the evidence of his spirit being overwhelmed. His faith is gone now. And doubt has entered in. Okay, all right. Even the integrity of God is being, listen, beginning to overwhelm this person's heart. Look at the question. Look at the evidence he said. Go back to seven. Y'all know you know God, right? So go back to seven. Verse seven. Will the Lord cast off forever? And will he be favorable no more? Sound like doubt, don't it? Well, for him to be no more, I mean, he had to at one point. Okay, keep on. Verse 8, have his mercy and loving kindness ceased forever. Look at that. Something done tragically happened. Now, will his mercy and loving kindness cease forever? Have, listen to that. Have his promises ended for all the time? Y'all see what happens then? Complaining. Okay. Woo! Oh, this is a good one. He really loves us. Mm -mm. Even the integrity of God is being, listen, beginning to overwhelm this person's heart. Listen to the question he starts asking in 7 and 9. It's, they start asking all these questions. Is this mercy? Is he good? Has he stopped? Mm. Listen to this. This is where complaining will lead you to. When you complain, this is where it leads you to. Okay. It leads you to. When you complain, you'll be led. Listen. It leads you somewhere. The heart opens. Oh, y'all wait, y'all wait. Your heart opens, especially to complain against God. Okay. Which is exactly the seed of Satan. Yep, I told you, right in there. I had it right there. Okay. Yeah, be careful. The Bible told you, guard your heart with all diligence. And when that seed gets into your heart, we begin to complain against God ultimately. Okay, all right, watch this. But it can become, listen, it, it can come as a veiled complaint. It's veiled. Jesus said, I have one complaint against you. I got one. I got one. <laughs> All right. Let me get them back now. Woo. All right. Mm. She on the hot seat. Put it in the hot box. Some of y'all know what that is. Okay. Hold on. 
Okay, here we go. And when that seed gets into your heart, it begins, listen, and begin to complain. Ultimately, it complains about God. Actually, it can come as a veiled complaint. Watch this. It can come as a complaint against the church. Okay. Oh, I'll talk about this. Y'all watch this. Y'all watch this. This is what he's talking about. Yep, he all in our business. Good. That's where you want him to be. <laughs> Amen. Woo, he loved me. Okay. I say it can come as a veiled complaint. Not quite exposed, but veiled. It's behind the veil, but it's there. It can be a complaint against the church. It can be a, a complaint against leadership. Mm -mm -mm. In the church. Mm. It's always veiled. Most Christians just won't say I'm mad at God. Ultimately, that's really what you're saying. <sighs> okay. I just want to know, am I in there somewhere close? Okay. All right. Let's go a little deep. Can we go a little deeper? Okay. Okay. Watch this. This is what happens, teacher. We don't realize in all reality, <laughs> we as believers, when we complain against each other, it's really against God. I better get back. I mean, do I need to say that one again? Yes. Okay, I'll say it again. Okay. <laughs> Most Christians, as I said, are really mad at God. They just won't, they don't, don't want to say it. Okay. We don't realize... In all reality, okay, as believers, got to be believers, when you complain against each other, you know the thing you do, it's really against God. That's who you're really mad at. Mm, mm, mm. We keep forgetting that God is in you. Yes, you do. You keep forgetting. Mm-hmm. We're going to go to Ezekiel 28. We'll find, listen, a veiled description of Satan himself, even though it's about a man, you know, the prince of Tyre, right? Uh, the king of Tyre, right? All right. So go to Ezekiel 28, familiar scripture again, but I'm going to show you some things. Okay. This should, all the scripture should be familiar to you, to be honest with you. I don't mean to say that in no negative way. I mean, it should be familiar with you. All right. Amen. That's right. It's my source. It's my food. It's my sustainer. That's how I live. Okay. All right. Ezekiel 28, 13. Amplified. Y'all like the big text? <laughs> We're changing it. Some other things. It is. Go ahead. Ezekiel chapter 28 at verse 13. Mm -hmm. You were in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone. Stop. He said you were in the garden of Eden. He's not talking to the prince right now. Okay. It's interchangeable, but he's not. All right. Just want to let you know. He won't in the, okay. He won't in the garden. Let's go. 
You were in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was your covering. The carnelian, topaz, jasper, chrysolite, beryl, onyx, sapphire, carbuncle, and emerald. And your settings and your sockets and engravings were wrought in gold. On the day that you were created, they were prepared. Verse 14, you were the anointed cherub that covers with overshadowing wings. And I set you so. You were upon the holy mountain of God. You walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. Like the paved work of gleaming sapphire stone upon which the God of Israel walked on Mount Sinai. You were blameless in your ways from the day you were created until iniquity and guilt were found in you. Stop right there. So remember, this is the veiled description of Satan himself. You can see Satan. The Bible declares that he was adorned. Perhaps more than any other of God's creation. Satan. At that time, he was giving, listen, a position in heaven. Now watch this. A complaint got into his heart. The Bible says he was perfect until iniquity was found in him. All reality, that means lawlessness was found in him. Lawlessness is really what that means. It was found in his heart. But as I meditated on this scripture, you can see Satan's, let's watch this, this is what my meditation was saying. You can see Satan standing there all in front of all of his creation in heaven, right, as it is, with millions upon millions upon millions. Angels are worshiping God. Mm. Y'all got to hear this. And Satan has an anointed place in heaven. But he feels that his place is not sufficient. Watch this. But he feels that his place is not sufficient. Watch this. I'm not appreciated here. Lawlessness, iniquity was found in his heart. Oh, watch this. I got a question. How many times has that seed gotten planted into the people who are serving God? Ain't that what he was doing? How many times has that gotten in your heart? I need everybody to look right up here. I'm going to make eye contact with everybody. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. He was the anointed cherub. I got my own place in heaven. 
I reflected the glory of God. I worship. I was an actual worship leader. And somehow. Iniquity was found in my heart. This is not sufficient. Okay. Woo. I help somebody in here. All right. Okay. I asked the question, how many times has that seed gotten planted in your heart? Serving God. Serving God. Serving God. See, because that's the beginning of the complaint. That's the beginning of the complaining. Listen, that overwhelmed in Psalm 77. That overwhelmed a man and a woman spirit. Mm. I'm not appreciated. All that I do, yet nobody notices me. Mm-hmm. That seed runs rampant in the body of Christ. No, this is intercessory prayer. I'm going to make sure your prayers are not hindered. When we're praying for the nation, the government, our communities, our families. See, first you got to deal with you. Judgment comes to the house of God first. All right. Make sure we got this right. All right. I'm pastor and I have a responsibility for you. Make sure you have a good understanding when you said, I believe. That you were raised on the third day. That you died for my sin. I want to make sure that you get in. Man, thank you. I'm telling you. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Watch this. I've done all these things. And no one has noticed me. Okay. What you and Satan are really saying is that nobody is worshiping me. That's what you're saying. When you complain, when you feel, when that seed has been planted in you, come on now, this is what you say. Nobody, this is what Satan was saying. Nobody is worshiping me. Mm. Okay, I'm going to help y'all. Nobody is worshiping me. Everybody, for some reason, seemed to be focused on, you know, on God. This is what Satan was saying. Everybody focusing on God. Millions and millions of people there in heaven. Everybody's focusing on God. What about me? He had an anointed position. Only he could feel that position. It was an anointed position. Okay, I'm going to help all y'all. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. 
Everybody's focused, you know, on pastor. Everybody focused on teacher. Everybody focused on prophetess. Everybody focused on dance star. Oh, these are the thoughts. Oh, these are the thoughts of the people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This what, but, but be careful. I'm going to show you all something. Be, watch this. Watch this. It's real. You won't go to a fake church. You won't go to a real church. That the truth. Okay. I don't care how I feel. Give me the truth. Okay. All right. Okay. See, what you're saying is I wouldn't mind just a little piece of that action. Say your name one more time. You don't say my name. Mm. Now, unless I'm in trouble, but you don't say my name. That's what the people say. Okay. All right. Okay. See, so y'all won't be honest. Watch this. Mm -mm. I just want a little piece of that action. You're saying, look at me. You're saying, worship me. Yep, everybody want to worship. Mm. Okay. This is what you say. As the scripture said, the psalmist said right there, God, you have forgotten me. This is what they were saying. My spirit is overwhelmed now. God, you've forgotten me. Doubt has came in. You've forgotten me. Mm-hmm. That's what the psalmist was saying. That's the seed, people. That's the seed, people. Oh, y'all going to be able to identify. You be talking to somebody, you be like, ooh. I see who your daddy is. Ah, I know that. I know that seed. <laughs> Woo, here we go. Here we go. How many times has Satan planted that seed in the body of Christ? I'm going to say it again. How many times has Satan planted that seed in the body of Christ? Y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. The Bible says clearly, Holy Spirit, listen, places us in the church as he sees fit. Mm. So it's not your choice, it's God's choice. You don't believe me? Go to 1 Corinthians 12, 18, amplified. Mm -hmm. Ooh, this is still all about thinking. Amen. Woo! You ready? 1 Corinthians. Fast now. That's my computer. Go ahead. First Corinthians chapter 12 <laughs> at verse 18. But as it is, God has placed and arranged the limbs and organs in the body, each particular one of them, just as he wished and saw fit and with the best adaptation. Okay. All right. 
But God has listen, has sent the members, every one of them in the body, as he as it pleased him in the King James. Mm-hmm. Watch this. <laughs> but if you are not content, if you can't say like Paul said, I've learned to be content. That my identity is not in my ministry. My identity is in Christ himself. Mm -mm -mm. My reward is not the volume of what I do or deal with. Or how much people say about it. But the fact that I am walking in obedience to God, that's where my reward lies eternally. Yes, 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 yes. So I don't care what nobody, and you shouldn't care what nobody thinks. Hello? I'm going to know, did they get in the back? Okay. All right. I don't care what nobody thinks. That's right. But you should see. It's my obedience. This is the seed that can get into your heart. It was designed. Let me see here. This is the seed that can get in your heart. I was designed for more than this. I'm more talented. Than what I'm being used for. Mm. Mm -mm 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 -mm. You, you got to listen to you haven't discerned the voice of Satan yet. Most of can't even tell he's speaking through us. When you conceive a thought. I just said he placed you in the body that pleased him. Where you are, it pleases him. Just obey where you are. Okay. Mm. See, we say that a lot. Mm -mm. I'm going to say it again. I was... I was, I was destined for more than this. I have more talent than that person. Mm -hmm. Okay. See, when you think like that, that should be an indicator already. That a seed has been planting you that's wrong. Okay. All right. I'm a prayer warrior. And all they have is me is sitting right here. Or cleaning. I should be on the praise team. All they got me doing is just sitting right here. Coming in, leaving. Hey, come in here. See, you don't even see what's happening right here. See, your attitude, That's look at that. God placed you right there in that chair. If you are here, God placed you here. It just said that. But you know better. 
you know exactly where you should be in the body. How many of y'all feel like that? You know exactly where you need to be in the body. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah, it was. Okay. You know I'm a prayer warrior. I should be up there praying. I can do that. Not with that attitude. You won't. Okay, sit there. Just sit right there. Sit right there until you stop being overwhelmed. That's what the scripture said. You brought a spirit of overwhelmness. Okay. Mm. I'm designed for more. All you got me doing is cleaning the bathroom. Okay. All right. Some of you don't even want to do that. I'm designed and destined for more. And you know what happened? This is what the enemy is sitting there right there. Why are you saying that? He's saying, that's right. Tell him. Tell him. That's right. You are. You are. You are more than that. Go ahead. Tell him that. Yep. He's sitting right there in agreement with you. Yes, you are. So you can't even hear his voice. Okay. Y'all watch. Mm-hmm. He's saying, you're right. You know you said that. Go ahead. You're right. I should be doing something better. You're right. Okay. All right. If not here, somewhere else. Oh, see, same spirit going with you. Same spirit going with you. Everybody ain't looking up. Everybody looking up. Okay. All right. <laughs> Ooh, everybody here? All right. Okay. Let's continue. Let's continue. And if these thoughts go unchecked, and if these thoughts go unchecked, that's why I'm having this discussion right now. So these thoughts don't go unchecked. Mm, mm, they be saying, who going to check me? All right. This is why we're having it right now. So you'll know. Listen, if they go unchecked, they start just as a seed of a thought. They will lead you, listen, to a conclusion as the psalmist came to in Psalm 77 right here. That God is unjust. His order is wrong for my life. Mm -mm, that's right. Complaint. And where he has me in the body, it's not right. I deserve more than this. I belong at another place. I belong at another place than where I am right now. Mm-hmm. See, in the body of Christ, the wrong conclusion leads to complaining against God, mm -hmm. which leads to a spirit that is overwhelmed, like in the psalmist said right here. And I complained, and my spirit was overwhelmed. In a sense, 
un, listen, in a sense, covered over. Because heaven now becomes brass. Mm-hmm. Don't, ooh, don't say that. Don't, don't, don't talk about my sin. Mm. The word is harsh now. The word is harsh and brass at Walker Ministry. That's a complaint. Mm-hmm. I know. I mean, you need to know who is operating, who you operating through. Who you yield to operates through you. Hasatan or God. See, but you've been speaking his language so long, you think it's the truth. All right, here we go. All right, all right. Listen. This is what they say. Listen, come brass then. I can no longer hear the voice of God. I'm no longer content to anything that I'm called to be or to do, even in his name. It is still, listen, if it still goes unchecked, it leads to rebellion. Oh, y'all at a good place. We got to make sure that we get to do these little checks. Okay. Just like Sunday, I told you, a lot of time our faith is not moving or, in, or operative because we're not adding to it. And you're supposed to add to your faith. All right. No, no, we're not. Oh, y'all, y'all in a good place. You're hearing truth. All right. Because you got to do something. Go to church and we don't ever have to do anything. I never hear I need to do something. Okay. All right. Okay, here we go. I'm no longer content. That's what I said. So then I said, it, if it goes unchecked, it leads to rebellion, which leads to, watch this, lawlessness in the heart. And iniquity was found in him. Okay. And... And this goes on all the time at churches. Right? Uh, Revelation 12.4. Revelation 12.4 and Jude 6 leads us, leads us to the conclusion that Satan, well, go ahead first. Go to 12 first. Go to, go to 12 first. 4. Revelation chapter 12 at verse 4. Okay. His tail swept across the sky and dragged down a third of the stars and flung them to the, to the earth. And the dragon stationed himself in front of the woman mm. who was about to be delivered so that he might devour her child as soon as she brought it forth. Okay, watch this. Can you imagine the angels were created never having to be Redeemed from sin. They were, they were created never to having to be redeemed from sin. Okay? They live in the presence of God. And only... And only re eternity will reveal how long that was. They live eternally in them, right? In the presence of God. 
and only eternity will reveal how long that they had. Listen, that they had been there and saw the glory. But this one complainer rose up in the midst of them and leads a third of them into rebellion. Hold on. He's powerful. Y'all hold on. Rolled up a third of them, it says, in rebellion and against God. Almost inconceivable. If you really understood God. Okay. Listen to this. This is how the seed of complaining grows. Satan finds just one angel to agree with him. And then they find a third angel. Then the three of them find a fourth angel. And then the four of them find a fifth angel. And the five of them now finds a third of the angels. You don't know how long. How did, long did that take? You don't know. But a third of the host of heaven fell with him. No. They, grew, they were never to be redeemed from sin. They were created to worship God, to serve him. Almost inconceivable. This is how the seed of complaining grows. This is how the seed of complaining grows. I need to find one person to agree with me. And then we are going to go to the third one. And then all three of us is going to go to the fourth one. And then... Woo, okay. All right. Okay. Listen to that. A third of the angels fell. They found themselves in agreement. They probably received that same seed. We are destined for more than this. That's the seed that Satan sown into them. We're destined for more than this. I'm, I'm destined for more than just sitting here. I'm destined for more than just being, you know, on the praise team. I'm, I'm destined for more than just cleaning the bathroom. I'm destined for more just being a greeter. I'm destined for more. Okay. This is the seed. This is what he's sown into the other angelics. Okay. We, we, we should be doing more. We, 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 we are designed to do more than standing around this throne and worshiping God. This is the seed that was sown in them. Jude 6 said that they left their habitation. They disrobed. They left their home, their estate. Okay. 
See, right here in, Rome, in, in Revelation 12, it says the woman, listen, the woman is technically Israel. I'm going to help y'all out. It's about to deliver the child, Jesus, who is about to be the one who brings the church into the world. That's what it's saying in here. Read it again. And his tail swept across the sky and the, listen, and dragged down a third of the stars and flung them to the earth. The third fell with Satan. Let's listen to this. And he stands in front of the, go ahead, minister, go ahead and read it. And his tail drew the third part of the stars of heaven and did cast them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman, which was ready to be delivered, for to devour her child as soon as it was born. Okay. Stood before the woman, which was really, was ready to deliver. Listen. The scripture says that the dragon stood before the woman, which was ready to deliver, to devour her child as soon as it was born. That's, listen, that's the mandate of Satan since, listen, his own fall from heaven. He has such an, he has such a, incended it in outrage hatred against God watch this he does Satan says I want to say this right here so Israel is that bride right is that woman and he's tried to stop that deliverer from coming. Y'all feel it? Y'all hear it? Try to stop that deliverer, which is Christ, the church, being born. Oh, watch this. Hold on. He has such an enrage, such hatred against God in his heart. Listen to this. Satan is saying, not only I'm going to destroy you in your exalted place, God, but I'm going to destroy everything that would worship you. And, and the Bible says that Satan has come down with, listen, great wrath against, listen, because he knows his time is short. I'm going to destroy everything that wants to worship you. And you won't worship that seed. Oh, that seed, that seed. I don't feel like worshiping. I don't feel like shouting like they doing over there. You're overwhelmed. You're not free. You're on lockdown. You're strapped. You can't move. Okay, all right. Satan is saying, he said, okay, 
Okay, God, you're going to kick me out of heaven? So I'm going to deprive you. I know what's close to your heart. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Satan is saying, I know you, God. I know your heart. See, Satan knows. <laughs> he, <laughs> he knows people. Satan is saying to God, I know you created man and woman in your image. I know you love them with a passionate love. I'm going to take as many of them with me forever from you. And I'm going to, listen, torment them for all eternity. Y'all think it's God that's putting the torment? No. It's Satan. I'm going to take as many of y'all because I know you're precious to him. I'm going to take as many of my children with me from him. As I can. And the church is just allowing it to happen. How you complain against each other. Oh, he's got the seed deep in the church. Mm. I'm going to pull them from you. I know Terrence is your favorite. See, we, he can say that because he's my savior. <laughs> and we're supposed to be one. So I can look in there and say, he's my favorite. Because we won. Jesus, my goodness. And I'm going to take him from you. This is why I put all this stuff on them. I know it's supposed to work for their good, but they don't believe you. They believe me. And when you treat and complain and talk, murmur and do what you do, you're showing who you believe. And he says, they mine. I don't even have to stay on the scene. I'm out. Mm, mm, mm. Watch this. Okay. First Peter. 5.8. Woo, come on. You're almost there. First Peter chapter 5 at verse 8. It so reads, be well-balanced, temperate, sober of mind. Be vigilant and cautious at all times. For that enemy of yours, the devil, roams around like a lion, roaring in fierce hunger, seeking someone to seize upon and devour. Hmm. Hmm. He warns the church. Peter warns the church. Then and now. Okay. It's how you're thinking. That's why we've been teaching on, listen, how the battle over the new mind. Okay? Hold on. 
He's coming back like a lot. I thought he was the lion of the tribe of Judah. See, he can't create anything. He's imitating. I'm going to take what's good and make it for evil. He's still trying to slap God. Okay. Okay. He's still seeking to devour the seed of Christ. Yeah? Why y'all just letting them do it? I need to know, can somebody just tell me why you letting them do it? Don't ask, I don't think so. Familiar scripture again, John 8, 44. Oh, yeah, 8, 44. Mm-hmm. Y'all growing? All right. Good. I John, go, go ahead. John chapter 8 and verse 44. You are of your father, the devil. There you go. And it is your will to practice the lusts, and gratify the desires which are characteristic of your father. Mm. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a falsehood, he speaks what is natural to him, Mm -hmm. for he is a liar himself Mm. and the father of lies and of all that is false. Satan is only speaking what he is. This is what Satan does. Even if he takes God's truth, and he does, and speaks, he can only speak it as a lie. What he does. Why am I just sitting here? I could be doing more. I should be. I deserve to be. And he was the anointed chair that God placed him. He was placed in his position. Won't good enough. Some of you don't think sitting in this chair is good enough. Okay, you can sit in the chair with the wrong heart or you can sit in the chair with the right heart. Which one is the one you want to do? See, a lot of times we sit in the chair, we come in, but our hearts, even though you want to do all this, heart's still wrong. Heart's still wrong. So you can still be doing all that you want to do. And then you know why you want to do all that you want to do. Because really you want to be harsher. So. Okay. Really you're stunning your own growth. And the people that are attached to you that you should should be helping. Watching you sit there. Pastor, the pastor said, I don't want you to do anything. I just want you to sit there. I just want you to learn. Because that season will change. 
as you mature. If I put you in that position that you say you won't, you don't have the character to sustain the people that you're speaking into. So you really just want to be recognized and seen and worship. Okay. Am I helping anybody? I mean, I don't know if the people that really need it said anything. <laughs> Am I helping anybody? Okay. You hear a lot of things from up here. Mm-hmm. You sure can. So even if he speak God's truth, it still comes out as a lie. He can't speak the truth because God's not in him. And you can only speak the truth. My words are spirit and. Okay. So in Ezekiel 28, 13, Holy Spirit is speaking through Ezekiel about Satan himself and said uh, you were uh, in Eden. This is where Satan succeeded in drawing the creation, listen, of God's Adam and Eve into complaint. This is where in the garden, this, I told you, you're going to go back, you can go back to the garden, you can, do, you can find everything. This is where he drew God's creation, Adam and Eve, into his complaint. Adam and Eve were as, listen, as the angels were. They had been, listen, living in the presence of God. Right? Everything was in divine order. And they were co-laborers with God. God brought all the animals to Adam. Listen, to what? Name. They're co-working together. He brought them to him. What do you think? What do you think they should be? Was Eve out yet? Where was she at? So that means that she was there too. Okay. Woo. All right. They worked together. Married couples, what's y'all naming? That God has brought to you. He don't create everything. He don't. It. We did. We created what well, we did. We named it Walker Ministry. He brought it to us. You know how you do your kids. You, you named them. You, he brought them to you. Their gift. Woo! He brought you a situation. Abuse. Incest. He brought you a situation. What did you name it? Okay, I heard that. 
sickness is not part of me. What did you name it? I'm just bored. I don't have nothing to do. <laughs> he bringing you all kind of stuff. See, you can't see. I'm trying to help you see. All right. Here we go. I need, I need somebody. What's your name? God, you can't lie. You said it's not good for me to be alone. I dare you to call their name. See, that's faith. Did anybody get what I just said? Anybody who wants somebody, did you, did you get what I just said? What are you saying to your marriage? I just speak life over it. See, this is the thing. What are you saying? I'm bringing it to you. I'm bringing the situation. What you going to name it? What you going to name it? Okay, here we go. All right, all right, here we go. Oh, man. Mm, mm, mm. Okay. Watch this. He succeeded in the garden. He brought them into his complaint. They had been in the presence of God just like the angels. Everything was in divine order. They were co-laborers with him. They named the creatures, the creatures and all that, right? Mm, mm, mm. Mm, mm, mm. They tended to the garden. I'm sure that's what you can consider tending to the garden. And remember, Satan came with his complaint. His first, listen, he first brought his complaint to Eve. Then Eve and him went to Adam. I told you, it's the same thing that happened in heaven. Then Adam brought it to what? Humanity. The complaint. The same succession. I can too walk together. Except they have already predetermined their direction. He always wants agreement. When you're upset, when you're mad, you don't keep it to yourself. You want agreement. Yeah, Mama, you know that she's just doing this again. <laughs> yeah. Okay. See, there's a seed. You're not speaking contrary. Listen, you're not speaking contrary to the truth of the matter. You won't name it. All right. All right. I'm almost finished. I'm almost out of y'all here. Okay. Remember, Satan came to them with a complaint. I told you, first went there, then right, and then they went on. And now you got a humanity. Hmm. This is what he said to them. Watch this. Listen. You see God? He's giving you less. 
than you're entitled to. Mm -hmm. This is what he was telling. This is what Satan was telling them. You're getting less than what you're entitled to. Now, listen. Listen to this. You only have the knowledge of good. But there's much greater knowledge than good. There's a knowledge of good and evil. See, right there, right there, this is what he said. Right there, God only, listen, gave you half. That's right. I told you it's, it's not sufficient where I placed you. He was the anointed, he was the anointed chair that covered. It's not sufficient enough. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Imagine the conversation. We'll just kind of add a little. We'll just, just throw away for a minute. What conversation? I know it was recorded, but what if he explained to them what heaven, where he came from, was like? He didn't tell you about all of them? He didn't tell you about all my brothers that have fallen with me. He didn't tell you all that. He didn't tell you, see, the evil. He didn't tell you. He only told you the good. Imagine the conversation, what he explained to them. This is going to lead into, I got more on this, but I only got to end it here in a few minutes. But I got more on this for next week. But imagine the conversation he might have had with them. I'm just saying, I don't know, I'm just saying. And with this knowledge, you can be like God. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Man. And he said, see, right there, God didn't give you. He only gave you half of what's available for you. You deserve more than he's given you. All you have to do is step out of what God has said. Had God said. So when he did it, they got to they step out of what God had said. All you got to do is step out of what God has said. And that knowledge will be available to you. Y'all missing it. Oh, man. Oh, man. He is so mad at God. Listen to this. He said, with this knowledge, you will be like God. Isn't that what he wanted? See, and wasn't that his complaint? See, he brought somebody in with his agenda. It ain't enough to have a third of the angels. I, I can start my kingdom right there. But I want to get something. That's so precious to him. That has his image. It didn't say that they were creating his image. It said that man was creating his image. That has his image. And I want to take that. And I want to take that from him because I know he loved him. Because I felt that love. He knows. He knows beyond 
what we know about the love, listen, of God. He knows more than you know. He knows more that's written about the love of God. What is man? What? The angel said, what is man? That thou art mindful. That thou would come and visit. That thou would come and take a bold. What? What is Rod? Who? What is he? She would come and visit him. When? The angels who knowledge surpassed all your. Un- and they asking God, <laughs> what, is, what is that? Who, what is that? Man, y'all better know who y'all are. Mm-hmm. He wants that. He wants to take that from God. And he showed he did. He wanted to be worshipped. Satan planted that seed of complaining. Y'all know you're familiar with that seed. You do it all the time. Satan was saying, where you are and what God has made you to be is not good enough. God has made, listen, he has held from you what you really truly deserve more than God, listen, has given you. Satan said, I know something you don't know. You deserve more. You deserve more than what you have right now. Good God, oh no. Listen, just step outside of your mind. Just step outside of your minds. And, it would, and the whole thing, the whole thing will be open to you. Satan was telling them was a complaint that he had against God. That God hasn't been good. That God, listen, this is what Satan is saying. He said, God hasn't been good. When you complain about your situation, you're saying, God, it's not good. That's why you can't praise him. This is why you won't cast down the argument. This is why we won't cast down the thought to exalt itself against the knowledge of God. Because that seed of complaint has been so engrafted into your heart, the center of your life now. Complaint. Go ahead, Pastor. Oh, man, goodness. Hold on, teacher. His complaint. That seed of complaint is designed to draw you away or draw you into that seed of complaint. I'm going to say it again over here. That seed is designed to draw you into or away from agreement with God. He'll draw you into, like most of us sit in church, (laughs) in a pretense. The complainer don't always leave. (laughs) 
But sometimes he does. Mm. Satan takes evil and now calls it good. You can see that everywhere in the church, everywhere in the society, that he's now taking what's good and making it evil. Now, in the minds of the people, it's okay for a man to even conceive the thought of giving birth to a child. It's nothing wrong with that thought now. It's nothing wrong with a man who says he's a It's nothing wrong with that thought now. And for you to think that he's not, you're wrong. Now he takes what's evil and make it good. He makes you think that you're crazy because the Bible says a marriage is between one man and one woman. And now because I don't believe like that, I'm wrong. I'm cast out. Mm. Woo. Y'all ain't ready. Watch this. Last thing, teacher. The complaint causes a door to open. Mm -mm -mm. The complaint caused a door to open in the nature of man. The complaint that Satan planted in Adam and Eve, in the garden of God. That complaint opened the door to now you can just look at that child. She, as long as they can talk, they can be two years old. Did you do that? No. You know what's wrong? Man, that child to say no, he knows the truth. And now that child has chosen. How does he know to lie? No one's taught him. How does he know what is against the truth? You can't tell a lie if you don't know the truth. That's the part. This ain't in Satan. It's no longer. So you got to be careful. That's why in this society, they want to lawlessness is going to break out because there's no longer the truth in the hearts of the people. But it start in your home. It start in your relationship with your spouse. That's where lawlessness breaks loose at in society, in your home. And then it spills over into, your, into the community, into the world, into society. That's where it starts, in your home. So how you treat me and how I treat you really shows forth. Evil and good. Overwhelmed. Now I doubt God. This is, this is serious. This is serious. I need y'all to get this. I need y'all to get this. This is so important for us to remember. The psalmist said, I complained and my spirit was overwhelmed. Now, it opened me up now to everything. One Complaint. Oh. 
You don't do this and you don't do that. Do you realize what you're opening yourself up to? Iniquity was found in his heart. Lawlessness. That's what you see in birth in our societies right now. And you can't be a part of it. Well, you are when you complain. Love never fails. Okay. Oh, so you won't read love chapter. Okay. Y'all, y'all don't think, y'all think, I just, uh, last scripture, I'm serious. I just need to, Psalm 58. Because you might think that this is not true, but I'm going to show you what David saw. Psalm 58, verse 3. Psalm 58 at verse 3. The ungodly are perverse and estranged from the womb. From the womb. They go astray as soon as they are born, born. speaking lies. This is, yes, as cute as to me. As cute as Ellie is. And as cute as Josiah. This is what nature that's in them. And you too was but that's what's in them. It says right there from the womb. Speaking lies. Mm. David had that down. So. They recognize the truth. Your little cute child recognized the truth. Guess what? Just like you. You recognize the truth. You just choose who to follow. Mm, mm, mm. Without the knowledge of God, the mouth of men becomes poison, like the seed of the serpent. I, I, I got oh, oh, another thing I want to go on this because we're not finished here. Because some of you going to be complaining after this one. Oh I don't need you complaining after this one. I need y'all to see how he gets in. I need y'all to see how Satan, how cunning he is and how he uses you and your tongue. And he said, it's, it, your tongue, you got to be learn how to self-control, how to bridle it. Yeah, yeah, you got to bridle that tongue. Because that's what causes all the confusion. That opens the door now. And Jesus opened not his mouth. Why? He wasn't being accused. You know you did that. You didn't do that. And he didn't open his mouth. What y'all do? Yes, I did. And you didn't do this. And you didn't do that. That's the first thing we do. Soon as somebody say you didn't do something, you turn back around and say they didn't do this. You didn't do this either. So y'all both want agreement. Hello? I'm just telling you how to defuse this thing. Y'all want me to help you? See, this will help you before you even get started. Oh, Pastor said, wait a minute. I need to bridle this tongue right now. Well, if I'm bridling mine, you might want to bridle yours. Let's do this together. Come here, give me some sugar. I'd rather have some sugar. That's old. Amen, teacher. I'm done. 
All right. Hey, teacher. Oh, you said you said enough? Right now. See, that's another thing. Can I just say this? I, I got one complaint. I got one. I, y'all, y'all really, listen, when we come to God, I mean, I'm trying to expand your capacity to hold the word. And for me to do that, I got to put a little more, you know, five minutes here, a little five minutes there. Because there shouldn't be nothing more important because God's speaking to you right now about your life. And don't cut them off. Let them speak. Yeah. I know, I know. It's just sometimes you got, I got to push you a little bit. You want to lift that weight? Come on, let's lift it. One more time. Come on, Celeste. Hey, teacher. Glory to God. I'm persistent. Okay. Hey, teacher. You got it on? Yeah. Yes, son. Can you give God praise for the word of God? There you go. Look, she like this, she like. I'm sorry. I um leaders about maybe three key words. Cause you all know I often say that it's a lot is said, but what did he say to you? What did Holy Spirit say to you? Um, and he really can say all what he said in a few words. And that's how our spirit really pulled. It, it pulled a word out of an hour or so of teaching. And Holy Spirit then ministers to you from that one word. And so knowledge was what came to me and obviously complained. And also devour. And it's, it's so real because I was, um, go to the word knowledge. So the enemy is really trying to, on a daily basis, to prevent you from having the knowledge of God. It's only really critical, because even in the moment we're talking now, it's not, it doesn't seem as critical, because you're not in a heated situation. So the significance of this is so important because when you're in that situation, what would it really look like if you weren't prevented from possessing the knowledge of God? What would your life look like? What would your relationship be? If you weren't prevented from in that situation, in that circumstance, while you were talking to whoever you're talking to, what decision that you were making, if you weren't prevented from 
exercising the knowledge of God and your thoughts. Very critical. We, see, it's, we've been here for a moment. But when you leave, you should take with you. In the scripture which says, casting down your thoughts, imagination that tries to exalt itself, right, above the knowledge of God. So your thoughts, again, you're going to be in a situation and you're going to be put in the same situation with some of the same people. And a very trying situation. The question is, has you, have you received and grafted word of the knowledge of God that will keep you in those moments? Another question is, will you allow the enemy to come and devour the righteous seed that God has placed inside of you? I was, when I was talking about the two little twins that weren't even probably two, walking with their grandmother, and, it, and I could see the enemy on his mission. Terrence, to, to come, because the word of God says he, he come when the child is even in the womb to just, look, to devour, look, their plan, the plan that God has for their life. And I begin to pray for their future, their mind, their attitude. Their mental state. See, but this is not real until you're in a situation. And as lovely as Ava is, you can't imagine her growing up one day and turning against you. Look, or that you would have to put her out your house. Right. Done it, right? I did it. See, but this is, the, and, and think about it, even divorce, all these kind of things, because when you're in your mother's womb, the enemy came then. Trying to alter the plan for your life. Peace, a sober mind. But what we see greater is promotion on a job, career, houses. But what happens? I come home and my home is not at peace. That's why I said when I looked at the children and their grandmother, I said, Lord, oh, God, my life, I, my life is so good. It wasn't about things. I said, I have a sober mind. It's up here. Preventing you the knowledge of God. Preventing you from actually assessing that. I just want to leave you with a thought. How many times have you felt 
it was impossible, look, just to love someone who wasn't lovable. In many cases, you probably was that one as well. It's not even about you. It's about what the enemy has tried to do in your life. That's why my prayer was that a righteous seed would spring up through you and out of you. Because we don't have the knowledge of God. This is just a routine. Look, your life going to stay the same. Sound good. And you can go anywhere else, hear whatever else. But you know what? You don't have the knowledge of God, which means you can't really contain it. You can't hold it. Something you can't contain and hold, you won't be able to use. Leave tonight knowing that God spoke to you about you. And about how you need to obtain the knowledge of God at all costs. This is why he says, always think the best of others. Start complaining, saying what they're doing, not doing. Once you start complaining, it's just no end to it. It's no end. Your list is long and so is mine. What are we going to do about this? <laughs> Tear up the list. Tear up the list. <laughs> and just love on each other. Amen. Stand to your feet. Amen. I love it. We're going to call and declare this to be what it's supposed to be. You know, in this together. Wow.